The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. If you were listening earlier, we got an update on the latest allegations that have been levelled against the comedian uh, Russell Brand. We will get to them with my next guest in just a moment. Uh, but he also is a comedian. He is Reginald D. Hunter. Lots of you will know him well. He has toured here previously and he is due to tour again very, very soon. Reginald, you are very welcome to the programme. How are you doing? Better than I deserve. Thank you for asking, Karen. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. All the better for talking to you. Um, listen, you, you've you uh, got a uh, tour, upcoming tour in Ireland, uh, as I mentioned. Um, and uh, you're, listen, you're touring around the UK as well. Is the material different in different countries? Now, I hope I'm not being um, um, insulting. It's, it's like in Ireland, like there might be a village of Irish people right here. And then there's another group of Irish people like maybe 35 miles away. Now they're close, but they don't feel exactly the same way. So, so and sometimes when you just get in the area, people, the, the city or the village already be in a certain mood, whether or not the local football team won or whether or not you know, jobs are down or whether or not somebody was found dead somewhere, you know, just that, that affects the mood. And so I try to just try to navigate. So the first five, 15 minutes, see where everybody's at. And then, you know, it's like a, it's like a blind date, just. You know, it's a poke with a You try to see if they like you. Try to see if you like them. <laughs> so it's so it's less about where you are and more just about kind of um, sense, getting a feel for the atmosphere in the room. Is it? You want to speak topically. That's what I want to do. I try to try to speak topically, and then if if possible, you want to speak you know locally. About, you know, a local reference or something like that. And I was taught that stand up comedy has to have an inherent disrespect and, and irreverence for any room that it's in. And then it's, it's the time to go to work. I used to believe that. I think I still believe that, but I'm, I'm taking inventory of my values today. <laughs> mm, okay, well, we might talk about that in a moment. I mean, when you're on the precipice of travel like this and touring, um, is it an exciting time? Do you still enjoy it? I still get, I still get up for it. Um, it's still a, a huge part of my self-identity and what I strive for. Um, you can't have everything perfect. Some things, you won't have consequences and negative things that come with it. And I think one of the consequences that comes with it is that even though you're entertaining lots of people, it's the age-old story. There's a lot of isolation. Tell me about that. You know, you're on the road. You're often going home. You're often going to different hotel rooms. And, you know, it's and you're, you're whooped. You're whooped by the time you get to your room. And then you're doing it 5, 10, 15 days. And every day you wake up, you have to lay there and try to remember where the hell you are. <laughs> and, and and then, you know, and then you have to be vigilant about your disposition. You know, you just you can't afford to, like, let your guard down and you get down and in a bad mood because asshole rage is funny, but he can end a career. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's I think ever since the lockdown and I'm, I'm, I'm in my early 50s, I've become somewhat more reflective and. You know, you look back and you like, you try to appraise, you know, where you got it wrong. And you try to look at that, but then you try to remind yourself to don't forget what, all the times you got it right. But then you got to remind yourself to not let that, all the times you got it right give you permission to not look at the first thing. Mm. So how how different is that than that experience of being on the road compared to when you were younger? I find writing is more challenging. Um, it's like, it's hard some days to look around the world and find stuff that's funny. <laughs> it's, and there are days that it's hard to do that. And 
you are only as funny as the things that you put in yourself. And so it's like I'm trying to I'm trying to enhance my experiences again. I've kind of become very um home based ever since COVID and just and I just you know, I need to congregate more and just cross pollinate more or something yeah. like that, man. And I, are you prone to that to kind of to focusing on the types of, of things going on in the world that that tend to weigh us all down when we focus on them for too mo- long. I think I, I told my brother once, I said, I think your BS, you, the world needs its BS. You know, without your BS, you wouldn't be able to get yourself out of bed some days. <laughs> Whatever you tell yourself. The, 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 the BS that gets you out of bed in the morning. I mean, is that is that the motivation to, to, to tell a joke that makes people laugh at a very, very <laughs> basic level? I, I can't believe I'm going to reveal this to you, but... In my secret little imaginary superhero, action hero story, all of my jokes are based upon saving the world. <laughs> Please don't tell anybody. They'll oh, make fun of me. It's, hey, this is a safe space, Reg. Just, you know, <laughs> this is just you and me. This is just you and me. I'm just one joke away from changing the world's mind. <laughs> Not to get too philosophical again, but is that is that a reflection maybe of a kind of a sense that, uh, oh, God, what I'm doing isn't that impactful or isn't worthy? So my fantasy is that it can actually change the world. Because, you know, like, I think, you know, comedy can change the world, but maybe you don't. I think comedy can can change the conversation about the world. Okay. I had quite lofty and high-minded um, opinions about the power of comedy when I was much younger. And I'm not bitter or anything like that. Just our best jokes, they, they have less of a shelf life than music or movies or books. <laughs> I mean, it's very topical. And so, you know, you got you to gotta keep shuffling, man, you know. Does good comedy come with risk? Is that kind of inherent in good comedy, do you think? I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do this, okay? Okay. I'm going to do the answer because I'll be watching YouTube videos about people talking about acting and this is the way you do writing and just, and half the time when they people ask those questions, I'm not, t- even the, the most famous, successful ones, they just say, I kind of got lucky. <laughs> I'm up here pontificating, and I know some things, but I might be in one of those frames of mind when I just I see everything being commoditized. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> and see, um, you know, all those videos where they uh, offer to if you give them a chunk of money, they'll teach you how to write like David Mamet or or how to act like Meryl Streep. <laughs> well, if if you want to. See Reg uh, turn his jokes into commodities that you can pay for. You Google his name, and you'll find all the details of his tour uh, 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 ongoing. I, 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 go on. I truly hope I haven't said anything awful. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> listen, Reg, I do. I do want to ask you because obviously there's another comedian, um, Rick Large, in in all of the headlines uh, around the English speaking world, certainly today, uh, Russell Brand. <laughs> Um, mm. And these um, allegations, very, very serious allegations made against him by a number of women and mother, more women um, coming forward, it seems as well. Um, I'm sure like everyone, you know, you've been reading some or, or all of the uh, coverage. What's your reaction been? Um, I'll wait for more information. I haven't I haven't made up my mind yet. I know that a lot of people on social media um who are really saying, are really talking as if he's obviously completely guilty. A lot of those people didn't like him to begin with. And I also know that people are defending him just because they've been a fan. And so I understand, I understand bias and I'm trying to escape my own. So I just, I'll, I'll wait for more facts to come out. 
mature um, approach to it all. I mean, there's always there's always a level of hysteria. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, something like this. Um, but it's, I guess it's understandable hysteria, isn't it? After Me Too and everything, um, you know um, what were allegations? A lot of them. I mean, the majority, the bulk, turned out to be true. <laughs> well, um, I, I've heard it said that. There's a sort of like a sexual harassment, sort of McCarthyism going on around since the, the last few years, and yeah, it's it's a serious allegation when it's made. So, oof. I um, I just tell you, I I hope he didn't do it. I really, I really hope that. Did 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 you know? Have you ever come across him on the circus? Yeah, we worked together a few times, um, just at gigs and just you know, and friendly when we saw each other. You know, we didn't know each other well enough to know. To go go to the movies together or share a burger, but I mean, you know. Well, uh, listen, that story I'm sure will will keep moving and keep evolving, and more detail will emerge, and we'll cover it here. But like I say, Reg is on the precipice of this Irish tour, uh, kicking off in uh, Dundee on the first of October, and then uh, traveling right around the country, north and south, uh, before going to the UK. So, uh, if you want to get tickets. Um, uh, just Google his name or you'll find them on Ticketmaster as well. Reginald D. Hunter, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank, thank you so much. Hey, brother, you are, you are an easy cat to talk to. Thank you for your time. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.